0: All right. Okay, guys, welcome to the Crush School Real Estate Hour. I'm your host, Dean Harris. I've got Douglas Skipworth with me. How are you? Doing great. Thank Good. you. Nice Doug- to see everybody. Douglas is our CEO leader. Uh, you, you probably called him a few weeks ago on Meet Douglas Skipworth Day. Yeah, that's that was fun. was great. Yeah? That's right. Um, and then last week, we talked about hard money, how to use it, um, tools, or reasons it's great. It's why a tool, Yeah, it's it. an yeah. awesome
1: tool, man. We. we, 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 we this? So many ways to use it. We saw guys oh, yeah. fl- flipping a, an apartment complex going to help do a deal next week. So. Lots of different ways to use that. Lots of different ways, man. It's so great.
0: That show is on YouTube and Facebook um, and then Spotify, wherever else you catch your podcast. So go check that out uh, today if you've got any questions or interest in hard money and how to use it today. Well, if you have any questions to Dean at Crestcore.com, um, you can email me anything about last week's show or today. Uh, today we're going to talk about top mistakes out-of-state investors make here in Memphis. Yes, this is that's a, good a good one. It is a good one. And and I, you know, we did this a couple of years ago, so this is um, not for this. The information today will be fresh. Mm-hmm. It will be new. Um, and I'm excited to kind of get into some of this because I, you know, a lot of questions from investors that come to me are. What should I not do? Like, there's a lot of things that they ask, but there's a whole bunch of things that that even more that they say. What should I not do? Where should I not go? Who should I not work with, and so on. So, let's dive right into top mistakes out invest out of state investors make. To me, the first thing that I always think of is choosing the wrong market. Yes, and there are so many. Not maybe not so many. There are several cities our size that are good markets to go in. But I tell you what, there's also a bunch of areas that are not. So to me, doing the research on the front end of where do you want to go and where you want to be is almost to me the the most important first step. Cause I mean, you could do everything right from number two on. And if you chose the wrong market then I, I don't think any of it matters.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. I think it assumes people have set a goal and know why they're doing it, what they're trying to accomplish. So once they do, it's kind of like calling a travel agent. Like when you call a travel agent, the travel agent, uh, maybe I'm dating myself. Maybe people people don't call, they they don't call travel agents. You know, those two things are neither of those exist anymore phones or travel agents. But you call a travel agent, the travel agent doesn't say, Do you want to take a trip? They know you want to take a trip. So they're like, where do you want to go? What are you looking for? What market do you want to be in? Do you want to go to the beach or the mountains? And that's what you're here. Do you want cash flow? Do you want appreciation? Do you want a little bit of both? Where do you want, where's the best place for you to accomplish your goals? That's right. That's what the travel agent is saying. That's what the agent is saying. And the real estate agent in this case, who's most likely helping somebody find property.
0: And if you call any market and you ask a local agent if their market's a good one, they're 100% going to tell you yes. If you call up <laughs> Vail, Colorado,
1: they've got the best ski mountain in the world. If you call yeah. up the the Cleveland. panhandle of, of uh, Florida, they've got the best white sand beaches in the world. Everybody's yeah. got the best. Every barber says you need a haircut. Yeah, that's, that's right. Same thing. Yes. Every long
0: guy thinks your yard needs to be cut. I, I, I think distinguishing between... What you said there, what are your goals and what are you looking for? If you said, hey, I'm a flipper and that's all I do, period. This might not be the market for you, uh, West Coast or any Nashville or somewhere else that, that that is strong for flipping might be. I'm not saying you can't flip in Memphis, but our, our main thing is what? Long-term rentals. Long-term rentals. And if
1: if long-term, and, and that's what where I was also thinking with this, it's like you want to go, depending on what you want to do, you want to go where the ecosystem is built to support that, right? So this is what we were talking earlier. If you want to be in the film or entertainment industry, where do you go? L.A. L.A. Yeah. If you want to be in the high finance place, where do you go? Wall Street. Yes. Yeah. And so if you want to be in high tech, You go to Silicon Valley. So it's like, if you want to be in long-term rental market, you want to go to a place like Memphis where you've got real, you've got first, you've got renters, you've got inventory for houses, you've got real estate agents who can help you find it, property management companies that can support you, contractors that are used to it, banks that are used to financing those, insurance agents, everything that supports what, Short-term rentals, long-term rentals, fix and flips, what market you want to be in. Memphis is a great long-term buy-and-hold rental market because it supports that. That's there right. are others like that, but this is a really great one.
0: I think of the – yeah, I won't get into other markets because we we sell here. But yeah. but there are other markets that are decent. But I will tell you, of that pool of other decent markets for cash flow, that I think ours is the best. Yes. I mean, I don't – you look at Kansas City Louisville, some other places that people talk about. I definitely think our numbers – and our community support it better for what you just said. Absolutely. There's so many people here that their jobs are centered around supporting investors in what they do. Correct. There's been so many, you know, careers or, or jobs or companies that have spawned off from, um, you know, this uh, a rental market that we have here—it's unbelievable. So that we do that's support right. it here. You, yes, you can find. That's why I was on a call yesterday with a guy, and he kept asking me, "Well, can you refer me to a contractor?" I'd already t- said ten times I have everybody to refer you, but he he needed that confirmation. Well, a contractor, I was like, "Yes, we have several. I can get to you insurance." Hey, "Yep, got a couple." Everything that he named, "Yep, got a few. Got a few. Got a few." Of course, because we're we're doing it every day, and we have it every day. And there's people around here that are building their whole lives around just supporting investors not even they're not even investors themselves their their companies are sus- they're selling, set up
1: they're to they, yeah they're selling the picks and the axes and the and, and the jeans and the pants to the gold yeah. the prospectors yeah. so yes there are people who are set up to do that and we've just got a great system for that great yeah. g- great community to do that
0: so picking your market is going to be extremely important yes. if you have questions about our market I'm happy to answer them and I can even kind of compare and contrast with some other markets too so that choosing your choosing the wrong market is one of the mistakes trusting this is the big one i mean to me on bigger pockets and everywhere i go this next one is a bit trusting the wrong property source
1: yeah and i think i think the the step in between those two we don't have to talk much about it is, yeah. is selecting the property type yep. and the class do you want multifamily, single family do you want class a class c yeah again it gets a little bit into your goals and the been appreciation and cash flow but yeah. selecting that is very important
0: extremely so as part of choosing the market wherever you just go part yeah. of choosing
1: the market so then you get into okay i've chosen my market i know what kind of property type and class i want yeah. how do i find it
0: man there's a million ways wholesalers agents current investors property management companies um, and DIY
1: like, Zillow type, just trying to kick, kick, kicking, kick into
0: clubs, you know, uh, or or yeah, groups yeah, yeah, Rias or, or, Rias or whatever, Facebook groups, whatever. There's a million ways. Facebook is growing. Yeah, <laughs> is, is a place to find uh, rentals. So yeah, Facebook too. I mean,
1: I think as an investor, you you are the term I like to use is sourcing property. Yes, you're sourcing it and trying to however you can, whether it's an agent, a tax sale? Is it an owner? Whoever has access to the owner of the property. Yes. In my experience, I think part of what we're saying in in this is you're finding your sources. You need a trusted source. You need need somebody, especially if you're working with an agent, which is what I, I I worked with agents, still yeah. do, still yeah. help. I would have agents help me because that's what they're paid to do. I use an insurance agent. You can go and try and do it all on your own, but man, let, let the experts do that. So it's like find an expert yeah. who owns property, who's focused on investment property, who's in this for the long term and yeah. building a strategic partnership yeah. as opposed to someone who's just trying to make a fee, sell this deal, and, and then on. they're
0: gone, you can't find them. So I wanna discuss this just for a second and and the reasons why, um, to me, this is one of the most important things and, and how and why you don't go to certain people. If I'm an investor and I'm out of state, there's a difference, you know you might think a source is a source because all they did is hand you the property right like you might look that at that is it a say, that's a source that's, a, that's source. a quote source. but to go behind that a little yeah. bit the curtain a little bit and figure out who sent it to you and why and what they're going to communicate with you is what sets me i believe and others in our community apart from some others and now wholesalers to me are a necessary tool they're tool for yeah. everyone for sure that's gonna invest. They work really,
1: really hard oh, to man. get
0: their deals. They do work really hard. Now yeah. I do think there is an advantage in going through me to them and the and, and let me explain that. I can filter out yes. um, the nonsense and BS so to speak from a wholesaler and translate that to you. Or don't even give you that, right? That property. So the most common thing that we see from wholesalers is hey the rehab's 8 grand and we get out there and it's 28 grand right, so right. i i there's there are guys that have reputations for that i know yeah. those if you're reaching out to them on your own you might not know that here's the other thing i have a fiduciary responsibility mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. all of my clients i'm a licensed real estate agent we sell a lot of houses every month i'm not about to jeopardize my career over one transaction or two or ten or whatever no yeah so the communication from me to you as a client is um backed by my real estate license backed by a code of ethics and backed by my responsibility to you as a client that is great a wholesaler has none of that there's no governing body there's No. no uh, broker a sense and it, like to, to manage him there's no even
1: a licensed real estate agent is different than a realtor yes. a realtor is a member of the national association of realtors as well as a member of the local board in memphis memphis air association of realtors yep. and those realtors abide by code of ethics real estate agents don't No, and ho- the, all they have is a license Yes, and you and I know all that is is taking a test. Yes, taking a class and taking a test. Yep. And then wholesalers don't even have a license. No. So, not not saying wholesalers are bad, but just saying they op they they are able to operate in areas that real tours aren't. Real tours have the code of ethics, and that is yeah. a, a huge distinguishing factor, as well as I would say a competitive advantage because Has that's who be. you want to work with yeah. if you're in this for the long term. If you're trying to get trying to get in lose some money and get get out out.
0: go ahead go ahead and i tell you i don't not every wholesaler is is bad no not everyone's going to lead you the wrong way Mm -mm. i will tell you more are going to than not this is just the reality of the wholesale world they are only focused on transaction sell close get paid that's it Uh,
1: general i mean generalizations and stereotypes are usually there for a reason yes so yeah. there are exceptions. And but I don't
0: want to and I don't want to make this a bash a wholesaler session, no. but what I am trying to tell you is like you're 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 venturing off into some sharky waters.
1: Yeah. Well, and also <laughs> what 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 I do do want to 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 reiterate is like you just always gotta be careful taking advice from someone, or in this case, sourcing a property, but taking advice from somebody who's hadn't been there, done that. So, you know, what like if you go in to your stock broker, you want that stockbroker to be rich, God, and own a lot of stock, from the and stock you want market. your doctor to be healthy, not. What's wrong with you today? You know, you know, it is you want to go to an expert who practices what they preach. Yes. So just that's the biggest thing I would say is vet the person or your source as to how many, if you're in the long-term rental business, how many rentals have they owned? How many do they own? What's their experience doing that? Because that's exactly what you would do with Another analogy, a car salesman who yeah. doesn't drive the car that they're selling. Yeah.
0: Or had never has or whatever. Or never, yeah. yeah. Like it makes no sense whatsoever. I They don't believe in it. So now it's to like, go to part two yes. of that same topic. Yes. You've now decided that, okay, maybe a wholesaler is not the way to go. Let, let's go with an agent. Okay. okay. So I would even break that down even further. If yes. you're going to use a realtor or a real estate agent or whoever's involved here with a license, I would break it down even further. You need to ask that agent, do they own rentals? Or- do, are they doing what you're doing? Are you going to come in here and flip properties and you want to do three a month and flip or whatever? You need to find an agent that's going to source properties. They might not have to do three a month with you, but has flipped and is currently flipping. And right? is
1: representing other investors who are flipping. flipping.
0: K- Same th- way with the rentals. Th- like th- ask them how many they own, right? Like, How
1: many do they own? How many do they help other people buy and sell yes. every month? Is this yeah. something they're just doing for you, because it's a transaction or is this yeah. something they make a business out All right, of? Let like, me, let me, let
0: me, this is part of our podcast and what we do is like, we're, we're brutally honest. And, and so I'll true. tell you mine in 2010, I started selling this product, right? Yes. 2011 or 12, I came over here and yep. started selling this product. Yep. So, um, in 2015, I started to buy them. Okay. Yes. So in 2016, my conversations I could tell right away began to change with investors. Now in 2012 to 2016, I wasn't dishonest or l- misleading anybody, but I didn't have the education, the experience to really dive deep mm-hmm. with an investor and discuss it. I could tell you about the market. I could tell you it was a good house and a rental and all the other and stuff. And how to buy. How to I buy mean, a lot of people need that hand holding But when you go to phase two of that conversation yes. is where I would try to end it and couldn't get into it because I didn't know. Now, you know, I have enough experience with owning my own and selling the, 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 the numbers that we've sold, but owning my own to have those conversations just like you can with any client. I can tell you how many mistakes I've made have been awful. They've been terrible, Uh, right? I've lived and learned and that's what I share with my clients. So keep that in mind as you're vetting and going through the process of finding a source, you know, maybe you decide that wholesalers are not it. You want to go with a licensed person. Great. Let's make sure that that licensed person has rental properties. If you're buying rentals, if you know, you're buying rentals, and I don't mean so yeah, one yeah. or two either. By the way, I'm talking like ten plus. To me, is hey, you've got some legit experience. You've been through, uh, you know, the storms and the the bad days and the good days. Let's talk about those. That's the first thing investors like to hear from me. By the way, yeah. mistakes. Yeah, right. They don't want to yes. hear how great it is. I mean, you'll hear anybody, it's any, great. <laughs>
1: any successful person will talk about how much they learn from falling down yeah not from
0: and try to help you prevent back up that. and, that's exactly and right to make that not that make the same mistake twice so here we yep. are you have chosen memphis yes. um you've decided maybe wholesalers aren't their way to go i'm going to go with a licensed agent and lucky us you chose dean right so now we're going to get you into um the the program and giving you uh properties and and and, and ideas and advice on where to go mm-hmm. and where to buy the next thing is your is your vendor partners your your business partners your mm-hmm. banking partners yep. specifically? Okay, would be along kind of one a would be management in there, but yeah. I, I definitely think your banking needs to go before the management because you, you know if you're not buying with the bank, you're not managing. So, I, to me, it's the first thing is let's get our banking in order. What are some of the things? or mistakes that you think out-of-town investors make when it comes to, like, their banking decisions.
1: Yeah, and I I can't remember if we talked about this before, but, you know, my mind is so simple that I have to frame things in buckets, and so it's like deals, financing, and management. So it's like, hey, you already talked about how you're going to get deals. Now we're talking about how you're financing those deals. We talked a lot last week about the different ways to finance them. And picking the right bank partner, I mean, I feel like we're we're always saying this, picking the right financing partner is crucial again. Man. You want to have several tools, but I have found specifically working with commercial banks because they're the cheapest money. I have found that they can accelerate your business or they can stunt the growth of your business because they can do things that prevent you from going where you want to go, or they can kind of give you the boost you need.
0: Huge part of your business. I think you know where I'm about to say is my yeah. mind changed yeah. dramatically. Yeah. Whenever I got with the right banking partner, um, my business went from here to quick. And it can be.
1: Sometimes it can be the right institution. More often, my experience is it's the actual person, the loan officer.
0: Because a bank is a loan committee. If you're the loan officer, I'm going to come in here and say, Hey, Douglas, I'd like to borrow 200 grand, and this is the reasons why. Most of the time, the guy right there can't say, Sure, here's your 200 grand. It's in your bank right now. He has to take you and your plan to loan committee once a week. And he's got to believe in you and sell it. And he's got to believe in you and sell it. So if you don't, you know, if, if if, if you've partnered up with someone that's not a decent salesperson, you know, or doesn't really believe in what you're doing, you might get the first loan. I doubt you're gonna get a bunch of them. Because he just doesn't that person is not gonna be. We've on had your that team. experience
1: multiple times over with nice people who mm-hmm. aren't they they're not on your side. At the end of the day, they're Period. not on your side. It it is because be more they, difficult they don't because they don't get they don't they don't have a sense of urgency, they don't have a sense of trying to go to bat for you. And then there are others who man you know they change the world for you yes because they believe in you they believe in themselves yep they believe in what you're doing and uh, allow you to to change the world yeah and I I'm the, my gratitude for the people who have helped me along the way increase and especially for those people as you see the ones who are so bad.
0: Oh my gosh, the, the difference between a bad one and a good one is night and day. I mean, li- I'm not trying to over exaggerate this, you know, I, I, I'm really not. It is night and day difference in your rental business. If you have a good, solid, enthusiastic, supportive yes. banker, or if you just have a guy that works at the dang bank.
1: Yep. Uh, you're right. There's,
0: there's no doubt about the it. The guy that it, works it. at the bank might get you a loan, yeah. Right but he's not going to be a partner of yours. And advice. I mean, he's just not enthusiastic. You, you just have to be able to sense that and pick it up. Right. Yeah. Bring. I mean, and you can be able to tell like, Hey, yeah, send me your stuff. Well, you know, I'll get to it or Hey, I need this, this, and this, and this, and I'm going to go to bat for you because I believe in your business plan. I had to tell my whole business plan to the tar breaker. Yes, Hell the, the, the owner of the bank, I had to tell the whole, the it whole went, thing. Yes. They wanted to hear the whole thing. And when they did, their wow. eyes
1: lit up. I want to be a part of this. And they wanted with you. to back you.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was great. So knowing your pro and, yes. and by the way, these things go in order: choosing your market, knowing your property source, and then getting with the right banking partners. If you've told them all these these two things beforehand, your your, your source and your management or whatever, they know you got a plan. They yes. know that there's a plan. They know that you have at least a strategy in place. Versus, how many times mm-hmm. do you hear the guy sitting at the dinner table? Man, I'd love to invest in real estate. I've been, I've been looking into that since 2000 and what, 10? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. you got to go in and know and have a plan and be able to translate that to your banker so they can go to bat for you.
1: Because, I mean, you said the key word, plan, because what the bank, only thing they care about
0: is getting paid back. Monthly.
1: And you can't pay them <laughs> back without a plan. No. No. a plan to do so that. so
0: choosing your proper bank is right we've got a couple of guys that we refer out for for local bankers here i also want to bring this up using your local bank at home in california or wherever for a line of credit and then refine here is also the same thing as having a good banker i can pretty for much sure. get any bank to refi here if you own yes. it with cash yeah which if, if you're using your line of credit yep. you, you own it outright I, I, we can get any banker to do that so if you've got a really strong local banker wherever you're at and that they're willing to let you use your line of credit here in refi, that might be the best way to at least start, you know, until you can develop some rapport. Cause that's what, I, that's what I do. And a lot of our local bankers are not just going to say, Hey, here's a million dollars line of credit until you build some rapport with them. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, a line of credit.
1: I mean, that we can, that's a, maybe another episode, but having a line of credit. So you are a cash buyer.
0: Yes. It's separating in, uh, uh, investors now. I mean, it's parting the waters. You're either on one side or you're not. Yes. And it's tough and for these go, guys. Then or not. you
1: just go term. You use your line of credit. You go term it out. Pay yourself back and keep on going. It is, uh, you know, it's the burr strategy. But they don't emphasize enough about in the in the buying how you buy. You buy with the line That's of right. credit or with cash. They just say. And then you or refinance it. Whatever. Then That's you refinance right. it. So,
0: um, okay, next one. Not hiring a property manager or not managing the manager. I often hear ten is a lot. I'm like, so are 1 a.m. phone calls about the clogged up toilet, and so are what are the other examples of not? I mean, like it's I couldn't imagine not. Oh, having everybody,
1: a uh, everybody pays for property management. You either pay with your money, <laughs> so or with your time, so good. So which do, which do you prefer to pay with? You know, I.
0: Oh, that's so good. Say that again. That's really you, good.
1: Everybody pays for property management. Period. Period. It's you're either paying with your money or your time.
0: That's which, so good. which
1: do you pay with? Mm-hmm. And I, my experience is you, as a business owner, don't want to be doing the $10 an hour work. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, you want to be doing the $100 an hour, the $500, the $1,000 an hour work in collecting rent, leasing property, scheduling maintenance, paying <sighs> invoices. Those are low dollar per hour work that you you don't don't propel your business forward. They save you a nickel today, but they don't make you a dollar tomorrow. No. And I think that's what investors are investing in. If you want to have a sell a business that you self-manage, that that's one thing. But being an investor in rental property, I think you want to partner with strategic partner with a property manager yeah. who you're going to pay and you're going to th-
0: you're gonna pay. You're gonna get what you pay for. And 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 it isn't one bit like you said. Hey, if you go to your own business, you're you're running. If you got 40 rentals, you got 40 businesses, brother. Whether you, you want to admit that or not, you got a hundred. You might be able to use some businesses. of the
1: similar systems in this business that yeah. you
0: use in the next door business. But but it is that you're right. They are all different. Yeah. How could you imagine? And yes, it's not running, you know, a a fast paced you know, Kinko's or whatever it may be. That's not running that, but it is its own business and it has its own issues and it has its own positives and negatives. And I just couldn't imagine really scaling. Now, if you're the guy that just wants to dabble in this and play around and it's fun for you, sure. Manage yourself, figure out how, you know, what that all entails as you go. But if you're a legit long-term business owner with rentals, you, I, I say start right away, too. Some people are like, should I get three or four before I do it? Like, God, no. no. No, start at the very beginning. Worst
1: advice I ever accepted was when I bought my first few properties. I was looking into, I was betting the different property managers and somebody who I looked up to and had a little more experience than me said, why don't you manage them yourself so you can learn the business? <sighs> and I, I regret that. How I long regret you do that several years until we were kind of got it into oh, yeah. crest yeah. and, and yeah. kind of came to that, that realization. But yes, I regret I, that. I regret that, I regret that because it's like, yeah. it goes back to the conversation we just had, right? Yeah. Like you think like who's the best sports agent for SEC football coaches, Jimmy Sexton. Yeah. You think Nick Saban is telling Jimmy Sexton what to do or is he expecting Jimmy Sexton to be his agent?
0: He's advised Jimmy is advising Nick Saban and Nick is taking it. Nick and that's Nick what you want with a advice. real
1: estate agent, and that's what you want with a property manager. Mm-hmm. You Nick Saban doesn't need to be out there negotiating his contract. No. He, what he needs to be doing.
0: Managing his business.
1: <laughs> Managing his business and, and getting his team yeah. to where and they we're can, not Alabama fans. <laughs> we are, we no. are Nick Saban fans. I'm
0: a Nick Saban fan. I'm not because an Alabama Because Nick Saban
1: and others like him you know,
0: hire great people to work with them. Yeah. Bill Belichick. We talk, yes. you and I talk about those too every day. Because in our lifetime, in our era, that's excellence. And that's, that is where anyone should strive to be in their own business. You know, football is different. But I mean, your own business and the way that they run things is not. You and I, this is so great. We're, we're moving off. But I, I don't care. This is running running a business is very similar to running a university football team or a franchise or whatever it may be. You're only as good as the people in the building. Yes, and and you're only going to be as good investor. You're only going to be as good as your banking partner. You're only going to be as good as your source that comes in here, and you're only going to be as good as the market that you choose to go in.
1: And and we've said it a hundred times. And this is this is kind of to, to to take the sports analogy, but move it into maybe the self help, the Grant Cardone's yeah. of the world, yeah. With Jocko Wilnick, and that is his big thing is your. There is no bad team. There's only a bad coach or bad that. leader, yeah. and that's what there there aren't bad bad property managers and bad deal sources. It's you making those decisions. You've got to wake up as the investor and make the decision. I mean, you and I had a conversation the other day where you said, if we're sitting here in June and we're saying, Oh man, here we are. Same problem. That's on us. That's on us. And if you're an investor, you've got to
0: same thing. We're giving you the playbook to this. We're telling you exactly what not to do based off of, You have more experience in more houses, but going through based off experience from people that live here and have done this, we're telling the people that we've
1: worked with. I mean, you and I have worked with hundreds of people, probably thousands, really. When Mm -hmm. you really think about the residents and and others, that
0: just the experience we have, sure, to 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 share this info. The negative part of it, I mean, I'm not afraid to do it. So part two of the not hiring the the right property manager is not managing the manager. We don't spend a ton of time on this, but. I think we're going to even talk about that next week. We're going to talk about managing the manager next week and and a lot of details, but you do have to get into doing exactly what it says. Managing the manager. You need to overlook things. I I log onto my owner's portal every morning. (laughs) I look at everything that's there and I try to make sure that everything's falling in line because you know, you just need to be aware of daily activity that your manager is taking care of. you know the cliches are:
1: you can't set it and forget it. No. That's not this business. Mm-hmm. You've got to. Ronald Reagan: trust but verify, and and I mean, there's just so so much you have to be involved in. I love Gary Keller mm-hmm. of Keller Williams. His his books are the Millionaire Real Estate Agent is about the best book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I mean, just though, as far as building a business, and he. You know, he, he talks in that book about, and even maybe it's, maybe even it's in the millionaire real estate investor, which is a, which is gold, but he talks about there's working in the business and on the business. And only difference between working in and working on is that when you're in it, it's you doing it. And when it's on it, it's other people are doing it. But guess what? That's what passive means. Passive yes. means other people are doing it, but guess your role is, is active, you are an active investor. Yes. You're an active passive investor. Passive just means somebody else is doing it. You're overseeing it. We'll get into that more. Big time managing, next week. Big time next week with managing the manager. But you have a
0: big role in managing the manager. Absolutely. And it's and it's super, super important. We're going to make super a whole important. show of it next week. Uh, next, not properly vetting contractors using the chuck in a truck type. And we've taken care of a lot of that Yes. so when you come back up from number five here and you come back up to number two and choosing your property source this is one that's another advantage of going with someone like myself and our team again we don't do a lot of self-promotion on here but i I mean to separate myself and our brokerage is you know these contractors work on my homes yep every one of them yep and they both have done rehabs and to me if someone can't say, hey, I use this guy over here and he's done a great job for me, you know, I think you're missing out. If an agent just calls you and says, hey, they just looked in the phone book and gave you one, two, three names and numbers. I mean, you, you can do that. You need to find someone that has used them, can verify for them. That's the only way to me and not a statement. But now, can you come in here and vet them yourselves? Yeah, but I mean, like, who has the time to do that? And how accurate is your vetting going to be? Oh, man,
1: most people learn on the job, OTJ, and you lose a lot vetting contractors that way. Yeah. So you need to work with agents and property management companies who already have a stable full of vetted contractors, contractors who are licensed, contractors who are insured, contractors who are in this business for the long haul, not fly by night, and, and are focused on rental property, Yeah, you know, or, or whatever you, or they're fix and flip to retail, You need any contractor who's focused on that. Yeah. If it's a long-term rental, you need a contractor who's focused on that. So property people oftentimes, you know, and we're bigger pockets fans and we're on there and, and we'll see people trying sure. to vet contractors. You know, any contractors who can help me? In, in 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 that scenario, again, this goes back to paying with your time or money in partnering with the right people because what contractor wants to do one job for one person out of state? What does a contractor want to do? They, like anybody want, who's running a business, wants recurring revenue, repeat customers, people they can depend on to pay them, people they know who they can get in their system and work or work. Build so, their pipeline. So the people who are going to come work for... A one-off investor out of town is not who you want doing your deals. It, 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 you, you can't vet the contractors. I, I don't believe you can vet. I mean, it's a very special person who can vet a contractor. The majority of people, the mistake they're going to make is trying to vet the contractors and vendors by themselves without resources here. It's just, it is, it, this episode is what we have seen not work. Oh, man. Are there exceptions? Are there exceptional people? Absolutely. But for the majority of
0: the folks, it does not work. doesn't work. And by the way, I'm not even telling you that because I referred you to these two guys, everything is going to go 100% great. No. Right? It's construction. But here's the difference. When I refer you to them, I know them and use them. I know how they react to a bad situation. They told you it was 20 grand they went down and pulled down a wall found this found that now it's 23 grand right how well do they communicate that how well do they tell you about that or do they just at the very end just oh by the way i had to spend another three grand it's it's honor trustworthy contractors dependable and and on time contractors are what to me can can help you make or break your business and going with someone that your licensed property source has used yeah. many a times to me is the best way to go into a market and find a contractor.
1: Yes. And, and there's no doubt that working with someone who, who is referring business to them, you've got their attention and going to keep it again, finding somebody off the, the Angie's list. <laughs> I mean, you're just, you're, you're, oh, you're Angie. just rolling the dice verse and you, those are the stories yeah. of I gave my contractor all the money and they skipped. And I mean, do you hear that from people who are trying to vet these things on their own as opposed to going with referred to people? And even as property management companies, a lot of property management and us here, as you know, at Crestcore, we've had to develop our own sister company because to keep the attention, because every contractor out there, especially if you're using Chuck in a truck, because yeah. my experience with Chuck in a truck is you use truck in a truck, and then you get a second Chuck in a truck, and then you get a third Chuck in a truck, and it becomes a cluster Chuck. <laughs> yep. Because you know what it's doing you is like people that, are it? running, <laughs> people... He, because They're not, so that's why we they're just do running around, running ragged. Yeah. And so, what you ended up doing, what we had to do here is start our own sister company so we could have dedicated personnel that goes licensed,
0: bonded, insured, the whole goes bit. to
1: where they say they're going to be, they buy what they say they're going to buy, they do what they say they're going to do, versus verse that. So, we're making a big gotta, deal,
0: but it's hard to get that. We're making a big deal out of like you know, that's showing a lot up of why people time. get burned is yeah.
1: trying to do to get with contractors, and that is not, they just don't. There, it is avoid. It is avoidable, and especially when you think about the only other thing is the service triangle, of you mentioned it, quality, speed, and, and price. price. Can't have all three. I want quality, speed, and I want to pay for it. Yeah. I want to pay for quality and I want to pay for speed. Guess what most people want? The price. And guess what you get? A, a slow. A it, and, and if it's if you get fast and cheap. Oh man, you, got a you real problem. You got a real problem. You want quality. You want quality. I mean, I think that's a, it, We've done
0: the contractor triangle here before. Yeah, it, it's, it's
1: super important, man. It's it it drives everything cuz it's it it's like finishing a rehab, like you want to do it
0: right. Speaking of, the next one on my list is not finishing the full rehab. Let me give you an example of what I did. Okay. When I first started here or first started investing in uh, w- wish that I hadn't, so I hadn't done it since, um, bought a home on battlefield in three, one, two, eight. Yep. Great. house. Great street. Great street. Wish i held held great on to location. It. <laughs> bought it for 40 grand. They're worth about 120 now. I was going to say, yeah, bought, <laughs> bought it for 40 grand. I got a rehab bid for $9,000 on it. That was more than, because I was, I wasn't,
1: that's 20% of the price. I wasn't
0: using bankers and I yep. wasn't doing the right thing. That's I was right. using my own money. Nine grand. I was like, yikes. I really wanted to get out of here with five. So what I did was I, I took the little list and I knocked three off of it. So I went.
1: Cut, some, cor- $1, cut $1, some corners. Cut
0: some corners, man. And I was like, okay, I'll get in here. The tenant will be fine. I'm going to leave off $3,000 worth of stuff. And what was it? The small stuff, right? The, the the small that I was like, ah, it'd be no big deal. What happened? Devil's in the
1: details, man.
0: Douglas, they called maybe. Everything. Every other week for six months. I thought. I thought I would never buy another rental property. Mm. again. So not completing the full rehab. Now, can you get on the phone with your contractor and say, Hey, what's the reason we're doing this? Yeah. And, and, and asking some challenging questions, no worries whatsoever. No, the people appreciate that. But to go in and like, I did stuff like well, we don't need to replace the faucets here. It's no, they work, they're fine. What, but they leak. And guess what tenants don't want? They look at that as a dollar every time that drops that they're paying on their utility bill, right? So they're not, they're going to call. They're going to call. And they did. Light fixtures and this and that and the other. I mean, like, I was bombarded. You know, you remember? I remember. Bombarded with maintenance calls. And I kept, and what did I do? I got upset with my contractor. I got upset with property management thinking it's everyone's fault. Yeah, upset with the tenant. Upset with the tenant. I'm mad at everything. But I should have turned around and looked at the mirror Mm. and said, Bud, you cut the three grand off. Yeah, You cut off the faucets and this yeah. and that and the yeah. other that drew people out here. So I, I, there is a way to challenge a price or the details on a rehab bid. But if your contractors, you know, you get into that conversation of, hey, this needs to be done and you really need to do this. I would listen. And if it's too much, mm-hmm. if it's just then it isn't a deal. It, it's OK. Yeah, yeah that's right. right. And then it's not. A deal. And at the time I should have said. I'm not ready to spend that much money on a rehab. I either need to borrow it and add it or do something. Or what if you had had somebody
1: like this episode yep. telling you, Dean, go in there, do it right, spend the nine grand? yeah You would have I'd a have, heck of a property. I'd right, have
0: right $75,000 in equity.
1: And a thousand dollar rent house, and a 1000 hundred dollar rent house. And think of what you paid that cost fifty thousand
0: dollars, fifty grand. I would have been all in for. Like, you, there's not one investor in the country that wouldn't take that. The, oh man, a two, it's a great a location, great house. Yeah, Love that Love that area. So that awful mistake, uh, I yes. regret it every day. But these are the reasons why we share this stuff with you, so you cannot make these same mistakes. So cutting the rehab, um, cutting and, corners is, is was my and, and
1: my know, thing maximum. was just back to the service triangle of of you know you want quality in this business you want quality and it it is not just in your contractors it is in your real estate agent yes it is in your property management company yep it's in your vendors it's in whoever you're dealing with yeah because you want i'm not saying overpay for things i'm saying get value
0: and pay for what you get cutting corners on a rehab you're gonna pay it just like you yes. just said yeah, a you're ago, gonna pay. what was the thing you said a second ago you're gonna, you're gonna pay, pay with it.
1: your time and money with a yeah. rehab you're gonna probably pay with your money either on the front end or in your case on the back on the back end and, every, and every I single freaked out month. and sold it yeah
0: i mean that was the end result of that People, and now you probably sold it for 50 or oh i got my money back but that's that, it that's it i mean you could have had which a is lot. a monster loss a monster loss if you look back on it now, it's a monster loss. I mean that's 75k lost that if I wanted to sell that house now I would pocket so yes terrible mistake don't make it don't, if you, you can't if the rehabs numbers don't work guys let's go after the price reduction next deal. if we if don't get, get it get, yes then let's get out of there yeah. it doesn't make any sense to not do it so agree these are big mistakes did you what other did you have anything <laughs> else you <laughs> wanted to add to this
1: no, I mean we there's all yeah. kinds of things we can talk about yeah. just you know writing down goals monitoring performance yeah. you know and 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 losing sight of the big picture getting caught up in the minutia yeah you know and and dig in different things that we can talk about going too fast unrealistic expectations yeah but we're being mindful of the market cycle especially when you're we're leveraging yeah you know just don't sure. don't as things get to a peak don't hundred percent finance. You just be cautious. Yeah. So. As
0: you go along. All right. So look, anything else? No, managing no. the manager next week, man. I think that's managing the manager next week is going to be a good one. I'm yes. excited about that. That will wrap up our 2021 Crestcore real estate hour. Yeah. Man. We're also going to rebrand the show. I think, love it. I, I think yes. it's a good idea to go ahead and share that. Now we're going okay. to rebrand the show. We're going to uh, take out the name Crestcore realty. It's going to be offered by Crestcore. Okay. We're going to incorporate Memphis back into this. Yeah, make
1: it more searchable for people looking for yeah. for, for historic info yeah. and more yeah. mem- info on Memphis. Because yes. yeah. so that's what we're
0: here to do. Yeah, same, we're promoting same Memphis. bat time and same bat channel. Yes, uh, We're just going to change the name of it, but you, we'll make sure everybody's aware and send out all kinds of emails. But one more show next week. Can't wait. We're going to manage the manager. It'll be a great way to end the year. Um, if you have any questions, guys, Dean at CrestCore.com, then you can go to the Facebook page after this is over, YouTube, Spotify, where you check the podcast and repeat will be there. You good? Can't wait, man. Great. Okay. Yeah. See you guys next week. One more episode for the end of the year. We look forward to seeing you then.